KBZE. Booze League Radio is on the air. Booze League Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orr. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from the Booze League HQ. I'm on a whiskey diet. I've lost three days already. Oh, what a lovely fanfare indeed for the author to walk out to there. Uh, cheers, everybody, and thank you all for joining in with us. I am the author, um, Wiley. Screw you. <laughs> Anywho, thank you all for joining. Um, so tonight I have to talk in my, my British accent because I lost a bet. And what a lovely British accent it is as well. Uh, it's going to get worse, <laughs> and it's probably going to get not British as well. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just anything you've missed in the past, feel free to just check us out on boozeleague.com, also on Twitter, and also Instagram at boozeleague. Um, you can also listen to all the past drafts that you missed, and also the ones that you're going to listen to in the future on iTunes and our radio, <laughs> um, and also right on our website as well. So enough with this bollocks, let's get on with this this shit. All right, well, in addition to uh, uh, suffering through your English accent, Otter, we're, um, we got a beer of the day from uh, a fairly local beer uh, brewing company. Uh, we're going to go over how your week was. We kind of took a bit of a break because uh, I didn't have a very good week. Um, we're going to go over some English slang, and so we want to make sure that you really get into character. So we're going to go through a lot of the slang that the British use, and we want to hear you use it in a sentence or use it correctly. So that should be a good time. Uh, we got an old booze and tug update as well. So why don't we just get going uh, and, and get this party started? Let's rock and roll, mate. The beer of the day. So today's beer of the day I actually got today uh, on the way home. I had some business out in Lancaster. Fresh. Oh, it is. It is fresh. It's fresh. fresh can be. So today's beer of the day, again, uh, fairly local. Is Pocock Brewing Company's first thirteen American Honey Ale. So this beer is a pale ale, uh, American Honey Ale, as they say, but a pale ale nonetheless. It clocks in at seven point six ABV. Yeah, when you say American Honey Ale, you don't really think of something that's going to be seven point six percent ABV. Well, and it's funny because if you look up on their website, originally it was six percent, but today. When they poured it, as you can see on these crowlers, it's seven point six percent. So surprise, yeah. So I don't know how they, uh, what they did, whether it's a mistake, but we'll take it. They probably added some more hops into it. <laughs> it's, it's got a, it's got an untapped <laughs> score of three point seven. Uh, this is what they say about it at Pocock. Uh, it, this is their tribute to American pale ale. Uh, First thirteen is an ale easily enjoyed on a hot day by the pool, as quaffed by our forefathers at the local publican. Along with the malt bill, we add a good dose of local wildflower honey. And all that uh, sweetness is hugged by the citrusy arms of Cascade Hops. So, what do you think? I think it's a pretty good beer. It's, it's nice. It's not, it's it not overly like big. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you said it's an American honey ale? Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's smooth. It's probably a lot smoother than my accent. Oh, way smoother than your <laughs> accent. Yes, indeed. Um, 
So Pocock Brewing is in Santa Clarita, founded in 2015. If you're interested, they're having their second anniversary party, I think with another 15 breweries, uh, this Saturday, uh, December 2nd. Oh, that's right. Uh, tickets are 40 bucks. Uh, they do still have some VIP tickets available for 55 if you're interested in that. Um, now, what we're listening to right here, oh, and by the way, if you want to hit the tap room, uh, it's open Wednesday to Sunday. On the weekends, it opens at noon. Uh, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it opens at 3 o'clock. So you've heard this song, obviously, before, right, Otter? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is Runaway by Del Shannon. It reached number one on the Billboard charts back in 1961. It's also number 472 on Rolling 1961. Stones. 1961, that's about when you were born, wasn't it? Yeah, all right, ass. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Whatever your tosser. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Um, number 472 on Rolling Stones, 500 Greatest Songs of All Time. Uh, this is even referenced by Tom Petty in Running Down a Dream. Is running Down yeah, running down a Dream. at the uh, In the very first line, he's like, me and Del were singing a little Runaway, I was flying. He's referencing that song. Huh. Um, Del Shannon was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The reason this song is our song of the day, along with our beer of the day, is that he actually passed away in Santa Clarita uh, in 1990. He didn't really have a whole lot of success aside from the Runaway song. Um, but one thing he did do is he helped a, a fellow young Michigan, Michiganer, Michiganite, whatever, another person from Michigan uh, named Bob Seeger. Uh, and we all know Bob Seeger, all that oh, yeah. rock and roll, all that stuff. But uh, Del Shannon gave Dick Clark copies of the demo that he produced for Bob Seeger. Um, but he did uh, pass away back in 1990 out in Santa Clarita. So. That is our beer of the day. It's a uh, Pocock Brewing, and I think it is time uh, to round one it. Round Let's one. Let's do it. Cheers. I think I'll have a beer. I think I'll have a beer. I think I'll have a beer. Same. I think I'll have a pint, please. Can a brother get a pint in here? <laughs> brother. Oh, man. That is tasty, tasty stuff. Um, that is not bad. Yeah, no, I, I like this actually a lot. It's easy drinking. Again, it doesn't taste like it has 7.6%. Not at all. Uh, so it might be kind of um, one of those like uh, sneaky little things that suddenly like, you know. Comes, comes and smacks you in the back of the head. Yeah, it's draft three all over again, and, and the commission's drunk off of like one crawler. Um, so that, that might be in my future. Well, if it was draft three all over again, the commission would have uh, had about six crawlers before the show. Yeah, you got to pregame sometimes. You yeah, know. sometimes. You got to warm up that liver and let her know what's, what's going to be going on. Oh, yeah. You watch out down there. So, are you ready then to uh, to pass on some? Uh, I was going to lose my bollocks and cock. Are you ready to pass on some news over here? Let's 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 do it. All right, over to uh, Ye Otter with Ye News. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze too. This is the Booze Line News with KBZ's intrepid pub reporter Stephen the Otter or Booze League Radio. Let me channel my inner British right here. Bollocks. So I know I know we uh, we talked earlier we were gonna stay away from like all the like the the drunk driving incidents and stuff. Sure. But I'll just get to the outcome. No one was seriously injured or anything. Okay. I just want to talk about how much of an idiot this guy was. So so the Seattle Washington man mm-hmm. that goes I'm by sorry, the, where Seattle 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 okay. Seattle Seattle Washington. Screw you. Okay. You know, screw you, Washington. Uh, this guy, Michael Tonkin, who is 22 years old, uh, he was accused of crashing his vehicle whilst he was having sex 
and he was drunk at the same time. Wow, that man was living it up that night. Yeah, so 22, right? So this guy, if he's convicted for this DUI, it'll be his fourth one, and he is at the shy age of 22. So does he have like a um, like a DWS or something yet, like a driving while sexing? Uh, I don't know. So there was like bystander standing after the after the, the call crashed. FUI. They saw they saw like two adults get out of the car and they were just naked. <laughs> <laughs> but then and then it goes on to say there was a the woman that he was with who he didn't have he wasn't like married or anything. Mm-hmm. She had her three year three month old three month old baby in a car seat in the back seat. No. So this guy just kind of. Struck down all sorts of like what you shouldn't do. Oh, that's like a list of stuff that you should not be yeah. doing. So if he's convicted, it'll be uh, his fourth DUI, which is a felony in the state of Washington. And he got he got sent. Uh, what is it like when they give you the bail or whatever? The bail amounts like five hundred thousand dollars, right? And they don't say like the the baby was completely unharmed, but. <laughs> See, it's so hard to talk in the next. Yeah, like I think this. you're actually slipping there, buddy. How do the British people do it? <laughs> uh, I'm taking a piss. Uh, he uh, he hurt his wrist a little bit. The chick she uh, she broke broke her pelvis, but the baby was unharmed. Wait, but, wait, wait. Was who broke that pelvis, dude? If I was that guy, I'd be like, probably the car. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. If I was that guy, I'd be like, dude, I totally crushed her pelvis. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I you come mean, in hard. If, if it was you, you'd be like, yeah, it crushed that dude's pelvis. Uh, you know, really? How dare you? <laughs> Back because I was born in the sixties. <laughs> you know, don't try and turn anyway. this over on me, dude. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of a. This is actually a true story that okay. I can relate this back to. Um, yeah, I did. I did kind of lose my accent for a minute. There you uh, go. Yeah, this is. Um, I was a. Uh, I heard about someone in Simi because I live in Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. So I heard about some lady, and she was driving, and there was already like an accident on the road, and. And, uh, now hold on a second, because you're kind of getting a little like Tennessee Williams right oh, now. Shit, you're kind of getting like you know, I was sitting on my porch, uh, and now I was. So, so this, so was this lady hot. was driving. <laughs> this lady was driving. There you go. That's better. And, uh, and there was already an accident on the road, and she was driving, and there was like road like cones and stuff, and she just she just kind of like like swerved, and she was drunk, and she like hit the cones and kept like. And the cops pulled her over and was like, "You've been drinking?" And she's like, "No, I, I can't be drinking." I got my kids in the back seat. I can't be drunk right now. It's like, oh, just because they're there doesn't mean like. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't be. But she's right. like, I can't be because my kids are in the back seat. It's like, oh, thought process on some people, mate. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing she ended up in the slammer that night. Someone probably slammed her that night. Somebody put her in the dock. Put someone put her in the dock. <laughs> Plug me up. <laughs> I think I'm just going to start inventing all my own British slang tonight. Oh, please do. I'll please, right. I, I really want to hear more from that. <laughs> now pouring. The Booze Cast. So I, I, I think that I already know the answer to this question. Um, and I think I know it's, it's going to be better than mine. But Otter, how was your week? My week was actually quite nice. So we had the Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I uh, went up to up north of the central coast, kind of did kind of like a beer trail like how you did before, but not at the same time. Um, so I went up to my visit my my uncle up in Cambria. I also saw my, my cousin in uh, 
in Morro Bay. We went to the old the old Libertine pub right there on the Embarcadero. Gotta go to the Libertine. And I also had the opportunity to check out the Libertine, the new Libertine brewery in downtown Slow. I've been wanting to go to that, and I'm sad and that let I me tell you, had a chance. It is amazing. Really? Oh, so good. Fantastic. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah, I mean, so so went up there Wednesday night, got zero traffic going up north, which is kind of rare, especially for the night before a holiday. Did you get knackered? I got quite knackered on the drive up, so I stopped at the old Buellton Figaro Mountain and gotta enjoyed it. Just had to unknacker myself with a couple of couple of mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was cool. Um, continued the drive. We went out to downtown Slow, hit some bars and everything. And downtown Slow is probably like the best city for for going out. Like, there's just so many cool little bars, and it's all just like a quick little walk away. And then after the bars, there's like some good Mexican restaurants and some tri-tip sandwiches, like within a near reach. Um, some good beers went to the the Slow Brew. That place was pretty cool. It was, my I, fir- it was my first time actually going to their new location. Oh yeah, I've only been to the old one. Yeah, that so was... it's like Slow Brew Rock. It's like a like a music venue as well. Oh nice. And uh, they didn't have a band playing. At least I don't think I can't really remember to be honest. You were knackered. I was quite knackered <laughs> again. It was a long day of getting knackered and then unknackered and then re-knackered and then. <laughs> Unrenacked and then re-renacked. So there was a lot. Of it was a lot of knackering around. A lot of knackering going um, on. Okay. BSA went down, hit a couple of bars down there. Uh, Thursday had the old feast for the Thanksgiving. Uh, I'd like to point out the fact that I was not sick, um, so that was cool. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> also, from there, uh, so I I, uh, I brought a lot of lot of beer up. Had a bunch of crowlers. From a Figaro Mountain, and I also had my 128 ounce growler filled up from Figaro Mountain. So, so you went just stocked with beer. That, well, that was all just for Thursday. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean it wasn't all for me. I had to share some, of course. But it all went rather quick. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, got knackered again Thursday night. Took a took a early slumber. Um, Friday, just kind of back to it. We went up to Cambridge, checked out the old. Oh, uh, oh, um, oh, I, oh, I know oh, that sound. It's time for another round. Round two. You shot that noise out. Does it get in the way you're beard drinking? No, it's knackering me. It's noise. Odds and sods. All right. Well, cheers, mate. Cool. Cheers, mate. Slamming him tonight. Utah, give me two. Bollocks. So my, 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 my week was actually rather rather action-packed and went to a lot of really cool places. Um, but in light of keeping it short and sweet so you can give me the lowdown on everything that you have to tell, mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. me about, um, I checked out So in, in Cambria, which is a really small town. Very small Very town. small. Beautiful, but small. Beautiful. Not a lot going on. Quaint. But right, oh, very quaint. Um, right on the beach. And I went to what used to be called the, uh, the Cambria Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess they had like a little little skirmish, a as they were called. A, as kerf- I say. a kerfuffle. Yeah. Um, they got a little knackered from some other people, mm-hmm. so they had to change the name of their brewery to the 927 Brewery Company. Oh, I've been to that one. I like that so, brewery. It's a small little hut, as you can call it, and they only do like a three-barrel system, three-barrel mm-hmm. brewing. And uh, But I was actually pres- pleasantly surprised with the quality of b- brews that I did have. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this one. It was a... Uh, on Ives and something of love and death, know, some little, little, little bright red colored sour beer, and oh boy, was it a naughty little beer! Oh, it was good. 
was it? Oh, yeah. Tell me more about this beer. <laughs> oh, it was delicious. Aged in a Chardon. I can't do the accent and my smooth talking. You got well, to you gotta figure other. this out now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Well, it was a, quite a smooth little pumper. Oh, yeah, she was. She was bright red. Now, no, screw it. Turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say she was a smooth little pumper? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else do British people say? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard one say pumper, though. I'm sure one has said it at one point. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, but uh, so yeah, stayed up there till, till Sunday. I actually went to the Libertine pub a few different times. Um, uh, yeah, all all good times. Had some, some really good food up there. Oh, C- Central Coast is home to very good food did you make it to paso at all when you're up there no no i've been to paso before but it was just a little out of the way have you tried fish gaucho up there in paso no insane insane i just said i haven't been to fish i did not go to paso this weekend well i mean you said you've been there before so Uh, i thought yeah just like five stand oh okay no fish Uh, gaucho is insane um so anywho so commish yeah how was your week my week little bludger my week was bollocks it was complete absolute shit um so obviously we were meeting on last Saturday or Saturday leading into the Thanksgiving week to yeah we had a little pre pot and yeah we uh we did we the commission otter went out and uh, we might have had a few beers here and there um you know uh, maybe maybe got a little bit of buzz going not on. a freckle or a hair short than a few or not a little second more either just a few <laughs> just a few yeah not, not not too little not not too much well that's what we say now um it was probably a little too much I woke up Sunday feeling like I might be getting sick hey but at least you woke up right. That is true. That is true. And, and it turns out I was indeed getting sick. Um, so I spent pretty much all of Thanksgiving week laying on my ass here on my couch watching Shameless, which was pretty good. Like I caught up from Almost season it doesn't two. really sound like a bad boy to spend your week. Oh, dude, the women in Shameless, I mean, they're gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And if you're a woman listening to this podcast, most of the male leads show their asses. So well worth watching. And the show itself is actually really, really good. So I caught up from season two all the way halfway so through season you seven. Season two. Did, when did you watch season one? Uh, the week before. <laughs> uh, okay. So you, so you watched it all like in like a very really short amount of time. Bro, I, I was watching so much. Nice potato chip. I was watching so much Shameless. I was having dreams about it. Like dreams about how Fiona's going to do this. Fiona. No, like, okay, why is Fiona going to do this on the second floor or something? You know, like, why doesn't she just do it? Like, just, I. Well, so, so when you saw watching it, uh, like the very first episode, mm-hmm. were you hooked? No, no. In fact, I watched the first episode about six or seven months ago. Okay, and then I came back to it because I saw a lot of the ads for the new season that's coming out. I'm like, well, okay, maybe I'll go and check this out. Yeah, and then because I, I didn't really get, I didn't really get hooked until like the third episode. Yeah, it took me a bit, and then I was like, I got, I just had to keep figuring out what's going on. What's Frank doing next? You know, like oh, what? Man, Frank. Oh, dude, he's the worst. Man, Frank. Frank's like a like a future version of the Kamish. Swear, uh, dude. Like don't five, even say. five years from now. When I, dude, when I was laying on the couch, completely Five years sick. From now, when the commission is seventy, completely sick and a little loopy. I'm watching. I'm like, oh my god, am I looking at my future? This is, that would be terrible. You know, especially the whole season where like he had to get a liver transplant or something. And, oh yeah, uh, it's terrible. I just love dude. all the little insurance scams he pulls. Diabetes. Yeah, it's yeah. It was so that was my week. Um, I was able finally. I was a little bit better to get out, go see the family for Thanksgiving. I was only out for a little bit. Hadn't been drinking at all. Had a few glasses of very good wine because if the wine's there, I, I got to drink it, right? I mean, I see, I hey. what kind of a hole am I? <sighs> um, and that got me hammered, I guess, because both being sick and not drinking for a bit will do that to you, which is amazing. Oh, surprise! 
Yeah, surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise. And then um, that was pretty much it. Again, today I went to Pocock. Pocock, um, have you been to Pocock before? I have not. Pocock. I've uh, had a couple of the beers at like beer festivals and stuff, but I've never, I've never been to the facility. They, um, I went to with uh, the Gamesmeister in Spicoli. Uh, we went to their Halloween party in 2000 and I think it's 2015, which was not that long after they opened. And there was a small place. It was a small place. Like it's cool though that because the coasters that they give you, they give you crowns to color on them and you can fill in like you, you can make your own designs and they hang all the designs on the wall, which is kind of cool. That's pretty cool. But, um, they just recently, I think within the past week or two reopened because they, they, Bought the place next to so them. A expansion. Oh yeah, and it's a sweet expansion. Like so it's a really nice. How big spot. is the How big is the the brewing system out there? Uh, that, uh, uh, probably like a ten barrel system. I believe it is now fifteen. Fifteen. It's a fifteen barrel system. Okay. Now. So it's um yeah I mean I don't know how according to their website they're very very their, their intent is to only sell locally and just you know sell to Californians basically. So I don't know. Um, you know, they only had six beers on tap, seven beers on tap. So I might actually be overquoting that, but I believe actually no, I take that back. It was Integrin. I was looking up Integrin today. It was fifteen barrel. Um, so I don't know what Pocock is. I have to look that up. But okay, not as big as Integrin though. Integrin, Integrin's been coming up with some good stuff lately. No, well, we're gonna we're gonna try that out. Oh yeah, can't wait. I actually that. went to Integrin a few weeks ago. They had this uh this pro like this uh this beer that they were doing. <coughs> um. <laughs> It Is was that uh, right. <laughs> it was like a like a barrel a barrel aged saison, like a sour, mm-hmm. and they like bottle conditioned it and everything. And it was like, oh, it was fantastic. But they wouldn't they wouldn't allow any like any beer to be sold to take home. You had to drink it there. You had to. You had to. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you hard. You you hard to. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Blimey, Harry. <laughs> Blimey, Harry. Yo, Tulsa. Yo, wizard, Harry. <laughs> Booze League Radio. All right, so we're going to go through a few things to make you sound more British because right now you, you don't you, you can tell you're trying to do a British accent, but I think that and you're doing good. Well, you do understand that I'm not actually British. I dude could have fooled me, man. It's 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 that close to being on point. Um, but well, shit. But here's the thing that we need to add to that is we need to add some slang words. Oh, give me, give me into your vocabulary. So we're going to start off with one that sounds terrible. Um, and you tell me what it is and then use it in a sentence. Okay. Right? And if you don't know what it is, do I say what it is and then I use it immediately? Or do I have to wait until you say I'm right or wrong? I'd say, um, I should say I should just do it immediately. No, I think you should know if you're right or wrong. Okay. Cause I think it could be funny if I just kind of do it and you're like, Whoa, yeah, no, that was way off. You know what? Let's go with that. I like okay. your suggestion. I like your suggestion. Okay. So, um, let's do, um, the phrase is do one's nut. Oh, so I have to come up with the slang word that it is. Well, what what does that mean when they when do someone one's says nut. when someone's like, "Oh, do one's nut." Like, what what are the British people saying? So when we're saying "do one's nut," you're kind of like doing a bad thing. Like, my God, you just pissed on the floor. Why are you doing one's nut? No, it's um, to become enraged, as in you do it an oppression of a madman. So man. you wouldn't do one's nut if I just pissed on your floor. You wouldn't become enraged at all. I would, but you're not doing one's nut. I would be doing one's nut. You're doing my nut. I would not be doing your nut. No, nut. I believe you're doing my nut. Yeah, professor. No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> all right, here's one that should be easy for you. The fuzz. Oh, my gosh. I just, I just, uh, I just got on a hit and run. I'm just going the wrong way from the fuzz. There you go. That is correct. Yeah, the fuzz is the police. Also sometimes known as old Bob. 
Someone says old Bob's coming around. Oh, you can also call him the the uh, the uh, what do they call him? The, the Smokies. The Bobbies. Smokies. The Smokies. <laughs> that's only if you're a bandit. That's smoke. That's like legit. I might be a British bandit. All right. Fair enough. Um, you see my firebird transam parked out front. I did not know. Um, you not hear me pull up in that thing? All right. Here's one for you. No one's onions. Hey, well, obviously, no one's onions is like. Like understanding one's feelings because no one really gives a shit about anyone's feelings. So it's like, oh, shut up, your 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 freaking onions over there. They're making me tear up. I don't want to know your onions. No, we're gonna have to put that on pause. Oh, I thought that was like the congratulations you got it right. That was uh, not at all that. Okay. Round three. Oh, have another. Oh, cheers, mate. Cheers. I gotta look up what they're actually saying in the song. Ale, ale, ale. Cannonball. Cannonball coming. Boy. That escalated quickly. So I'm going to say that you went with feelings because onions make you cry. Or you're a big fan of Shrek. Is that Shrek, because. Og is all like onions, right? But parfait not- also has layers too. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody said, "Hell no, I don't like parfait." I would say that I don't like parfait. Um, no one's onions actually means. Oh, sorry, no, you are incorrect. Well, shit, surprised me not. It means to be well versed on a subject. I uh, kind of basically what I said. To know your shit, basically. Yeah, um, exactly what I said. Let's do an easy one here. Knob. Oh, the knob. Yo, I popped down my drawers and uh, everybody saw me knob. There you go, yes. Uh, It means a couple different things. Knob being one, uh, someone's bird, or uh, John Thomas, for instance. The penis. uh, The vein-laden meat pipe, uh, the mutton musket, uh, the lamb cannon, you know, whatever you want. The one-eyed willy. (laughs) The one-eyed willy, indeed. Uh, The trouser snake. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. The thing Uh, the thing the commission doesn't have. Oh, how dare you? Why, oh, why are ding, you, ding, ding. Are you in such a bad mood you got a bag on me? Good Lord. It's just so easy. Sure it is. Coming um, from a guy talking in a shitty British accent. Yeah, I know. I take down my pants and... Holy well, shit, please don't. Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, so, no. And knob also can mean person of high status, a snob. All right. So, you... Uh, like you, a dick. Like a dick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, we're going to do just a few more of these guys. Um, Keep them coming. I'm doing great. No, yeah, you're doing you're doing fantastic. Doing, I'm doing spot on. Doing speckles. Uh, you're doing speckles. Yes, you are. Yeah, British terminology. Sure. Sure. The British say that all the time. You wouldn't know, would you? You're doing speckles. I'm doing speckles. All right. So we've used this so knackered. We already used this a little bit. You should know this one pretty much easy. Hmm. I, I just run like 45 miles. I'm very knackered right now. I think I need a nap. Yep. Or, a, or a fifth of tequila. No, not tequila. You just sound like a Scottish guy asking for tequila. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, yes, knackered, uh, basically. I think I need like 14 points of Guinness, if you don't mind, mate. It basically means exhausted, yes. Oh, I'm super knackered. Gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. Oh, uh, I was riding on my motorcycle, and I opened my mouth, and a fly threw and hit me and gobsmacked me. No, basically means to be surprised, which I guess... I'd be you very would surprised, be surprised. If, if something hit me in the mouth. <laughs> but, very gobsmacked. It's a look of shock. Um, it's exactly kind of what I said. Yeah, exactly. Cock up. I was going to lose my bollocks and cock. Cock up. Cock up? Well, the cock ain't down, so the cock better be up. 
That's what she says when you we say you're going home tonight, right? No, you do not want to cock up if you take somebody home. Hey, okay, well, then maybe you, you don't want to cock up if you take someone home because you won't cock down. No, no, it's a mistake or or a failure of large and epic proportions. Holy shit! It's oh yeah, well, I mean, if you take a, if you take a girl home from the bar, like you might you might probably uh, Look, cock if, up. If you can't cock up, then you're really cocked up. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you're taking a piss. All right, uh, we'll just do one more of these, and we'll get on to the old booze and tug update. Um, <laughs> in fact, you know, here this one right here. You're taking a piss. Taking the piss. You like drop you drop the ball, you take the piss, like, oh my god. Like you, you done you don't you done fucked up, A A Ron. No, uh it means to mock something, to parody something, basically. You're kinda of making fun of somebody hey, or something. Hey bollocks, give me another. Okay, all right, well, let's see. Um well I'm gonna give you two. Uh bollocks. Do you know what bollocks means? I think we talked about this originally. Yeah. Uh, bollocks. Oh, you want? Was that the one? I thought you were leading into another. Bollocks is like, oh shit, man! Like, oh bollocks, oh shucks. Yeah, yeah. And what is the the actual bollocks? Uh, it's nuts. Bollocks. I was gonna lose my bollocks and cock. Yes, you are correct. Bollocks. Um. Oh, here's one that's um, brass monkeys. Hey, oh, brass monkeys are delicious. Smalt looking orange juice. Everybody knows who a brass monkey That's is. That's fine, but what do the British mean? <laughs> oh, nuts. Mm, Titties. You know what? I'm going to half give that one to you. Because, so brass monkeys, it, it's, because you know the English will often, their that slang. funky monkey. Their slang comes from sayings that they kind of get down to a, a shorter version of. So brass monkeys is used to refer to extremely cold weather. Because it came from the expression, it's cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Bollocks. So when you say... Talk about monkey's nuts. So you could say, you need to wear a coat today, it's brass monkeys outside. It means that you, it would freeze the balls off a brass monkey. I feel like a lot of this terminology I can actually translate into real life, just probably without the accent. Probably, but uh, unfortunately, you got to keep that accent going. So. I'm just talking about the rest of my life. <laughs> the accent ends in like 30 minutes. You know what, though? I will say, uh, well, and that is one thing about the English is that they've got more swear words than you can deal with in slang for things. I feel I mean, like, I feel they're like one of the lot- best swear, like cursing cultures on earth, probably. Well, I, feel the like, I feel like with the British, they have all these swear words, but like if they come out here, like half, the, half this list over here, like. We wouldn't even know what the hell they're saying. Like they would be saying like a whole sentence full of swear words, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like just just having just speaking from having dated English women, you know exactly what they mean when they start swearing at you. Like it's well, it's, yeah, but like the context is very very. But clear. if you don't have that that insight of that context, like you wouldn't know. No, oh, no, just just You'd be like, "Oh, what would you say?" Like. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, if bollocks, I just monkeys, nuts, uncles, dad, whatever the the whole list of the thing, you'd be like, oh yeah, like I did not hear the f word, the s, the ace word, the s word. I didn't hear any oh, of dude, those I, words. Um, dude, Americans are are so unimaginative when it comes to yeah. cursing. We have like four that we rotate around, yeah. and that's about it. And then we like interchange interchange them, like exactly. Oh. Like for instance, if someone said "careful not to step on Richard the Third, you'd probably have no idea what that meant. I wouldn't think it's a swear word. No, you wouldn't. But they're talking about a turd because it rhymes with Richard the Third, and that's how it, that's that's the that's the way it goes. Well, I'll be I'll be damned. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. So <laughs> very nice. Wait, whoa, whoa! It's time to go pro with your bad habit. 
So how are you feeling? Radio. Are you feeling like you? Uh, I'm feeling pretty British. To yeah. Be get, do you want to? Uh, do you want to give us a sentence uh, using some of your new British knowledge here while I uh, load up your news? Uh, your news sweeper. Uh, like I kind of do, but at the same time, like no, don't really want to. Fair enough. And in that case, <laughs> this is the Booze Line News with KBZE's intrepid pub reporter Stephen the Otter Orf. All right, so let's talk about some some more news over here. <laughs> All right. All right, mate. <laughs> right then. Cheerio. <laughs> um. All right, so let's, let's uh, so we were just talking about Seattle, Washington. Yes, we were. Uh, now we're going to go over to the Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. I'm sorry, to where? Brooklyn. Okay. I, I didn't really know how a British person would say Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Probably the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> you, you just keep trying until you figure it out. Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, so so public transportation is quite key out in like some of the busier, more metropolitan areas. Um, so, real quick, uh, a little trivia for you, Mister Commish. Do you happen to know what a strap hanger is? <laughs> uh, is it someone that rides the bus every or rides the subway every morning? Do they have uh, to hold on to the strap? No. So it's a uh, in urban urban public transport. Provision is made for standing passengers, often called strap hangers or standees. Oh, okay. So, someone that stands on the bus. A standee, okay. So, anywho, so, back in, back, yeah, real cool. So, uh, there was a strap hanger, he he had a bottle of booze, and he took a few swigs from it, and he he got into an argument with a man, and he ended up striking him over the head with a bottle. Okay. Yeah, so... Apparently, don't ride the the public transportation in New York. So a strap hanger got assaulted. No strap hanger hit some guy. So the strap hanger got all drunk and he had his ball. He got into an argument with a thirty three year old man, and it was at late at night, like eleven p.m. And the victim got off the train at in a Flatbush, another place in New York. Mm-hmm. If uh, if there's any New Yorkers listening to us, I pardon my accent and everything. Um, but it's right by you, so if you live in New York and you're listening and you live by Flatbush, watch out because there's a strap hanger cracking people with bottles. So this guy gets off of the train, and the, and the drunk the drunk <laughs> crept up behind him. Oh, uh, Hold on, hold on, just, hold it. Hey, hold that thought, pal. I was right at the punchline. I know, dude. Or should I say the crack over the headline? Final round. We are a slave to these rounds. Cheers. Are you sure we ever did round three yet? Can you blow me where the Haven't we? No, I don't think we have. Here, hold on. I don't believe this is the final round. There we go. I think Kamish is jumping the gun. What can I say? All right, cheers again. <laughs> cheers again to round three this time. Yes. Going back in time. Yeah, this beer's actually pretty good. I kind of like this. It grows on you, right? It really does. That's I mean, at yeah. 7.6%. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. I mean, it's nothing too like out of the ordinary for something you might find, but it's 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 nice Boy, and well done, and smooth. That escalated mm-hmm. quickly. And seven point six, like I still don't even taste that. It, it's an easy drinking beer. I'm actually really digging this beer. But it's it's all right. So anyway, so so the drunk got into an argument with the 33 year old man, mm-hmm. and they got off again. Those New Yorkers I was telling you about Flatbush, so watch out. Um, the creep kept up behind him and struck him on the head with mm-hmm. the bottle, and he fled. 
So he just hit him on the head with the bottle and, and just cracked ran it away. Over his head, and is, I guess this victim here, he refused the medical attention. I have questions. Okay. Do we know what the bottle was? Uh, it was probably something cheap. Uh, one would guess, and I would assume since the guy refused medical attention, it was probably something very cheap and came in a plastic bottle. Uh, it must, yeah, that because my second that but, was that was my follow up question whether it shattered like in the movies. Because if I got hit over the head with a bottle. I probably want to go get to the doctor. Right, if it, if it's shattered. What are the British people called doctors? Uh, doctors? Okay, I probably want to go to the doctor. I don't know that they say it like that, though. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't know how to say it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and so, You're taking a piss. So, so, uh, so the victim refused medical attention, mm. and then the cops came to the scene of the crime, and he, uh, he gave them a cell phone video that he took of the suspect, and... The cops released a video and asked for help from the public to identify the suspect. And uh, basically, he's described as a Hispanic between... Oh, tell me also, like, how typical this is of, like, anyone you see in L.A. pretty much. Uh, you described as a Hispanic between 30 and 40 with black hair. Oh, my gosh, with black hair. Unusual. Very unusual. Unusual. Yes. Sporting headphones and wearing a red sweatshirt and black sweatpants. <laughs> Your, your reaction's terrible. Hey, so back to our, our listeners in New York, if there's any out there. Um, if you have any information on this guy, uh, go ahead and give Crime Stoppers a call at 1-800-577-TIPS. That's T-I-P-S. 1-800-577-TIPS. <laughs> 1-800-577-TIPS if you see a Hispanic man with black hair. Uh, who is bottleless? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't say he left the bottle. Oh, he I think might he take the bottle. He probably okay. took it. I mean, like, he still got it. booze. <laughs> when you're that drunk, you won't stay that drunk. D- indeed, yes. <laughs> booze League Radio. And now we're on to one of my favorite segments here, especially because it has to do with a with a subject that we can bag on another podcast about. Uh, this must be the old booze and tug. The old booze and tug update. The old booze and tug update. Uh, yes, indeed. So um, we're going to update you on week eleven. We do have week twelve uh, results, but we'll update you that um, update you on that on the next draft, just so we're not too uh, fantasy football heavy. But uh, week eleven results, Otter. The man sitting across from me right now, attempting to do an English accent. That's a huge bitch. Yeah, I actually who, don't think I'm really doing that bad. No, you're not doing that bad, but you're not doing that good. Um, but well, I'm not British, so I, actually that was probably the best when you just said that. I'm not as probably the best. That sounded the best. Um, Appreciate the man who uh, texted me. Not just on a weekly basis, but almost on a daily basis. How we, we, we talk a fair amount. Quitting fantasy football. We talk a fair amount. We, yes, we do. But specifically about this, you were giving it all up. You were walking away from it. That's a huge uh, you were it, done with it. You hated football. It's to lame. Be honest, I did tell you I was going to set one final lineup, and I was done. Right, and right. And that lineup pretty much stayed the same. So you came in first on week 11 with 165 Oh, yeah. I points. murdered everyone I, I was playing. I you just murdered. destroyed. Yeah, you yeah. crushed it. In fact, that's the highest score we've had in the league all season long. Like, you absolutely crushed it. And two people... Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> two people actually... Lick, lick, lick my balls. Yeah, I was actually one point, like I was one point away 
from comp- getting a complete double against my opponent. Indeed, and we'll get to that in just a second here. I'm going to run it down real quick here. So, Otter's first place, 165. You are now uh, four and seven. Your fifth place overall. Uh, the commish, myself. What, is that is that as of this week or as of last week? That's as of week 11. I haven't done the tally yet for week 12. Okay. So you won week 12, I think, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Over uh, the man who shit the bed that week. Okay. The old, the old tugger. Yeah, old Tug Jones. Um, I am in uh, first place in the league, uh, 10 and 1. Sadly, that's 10 and 2. Well, I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get okay. you. Yeah, dude. I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm shaking my boots. Uh, the Guru is 8-3 and three in third place. Dan's Beard is the first time we see the unfiltered gentleman on this board. Dan's Beard is 7-4 and four and is second place in the league. I'm going to make fun of the unfiltered gentleman because none of them are better than that guy's beard. <laughs> but I also got to make fun of everybody else because nobody except for me is better than that guy's beard. So, um, Well, I'm also kind of wood because I'm up against the beard this week. Oh, are you really? You're yeah. playing Dan's and Beard? He's, he's, all, he's doing good. Dude, Dan's Beard is on a terror, man. I mean, but, uh, hairy mother bastard. Uh, Tug Jones is in a fifth place with, uh, he had 95 points, uh, that week. He's six and four. He's in fourth place, uh, overall. And then Dan is two rows or two spots down from his own beard. He only had 88 in week 11. He's three and eight. He's seventh place overall. Uh, just one above our last place guy. Darby the booze hound is seventh place that week. She's sixth overall. So that means she's not doing the worst. No, no. I mean, she's better than half of the unfiltered gentleman. Uh, two thirds, if you don't count Dan's beard, and Scott is two and nine. He's in eighth place, still in eighth what, place. What is Scott even doing out here? I don't know, but that's the, the man. The, the Alabama hot pockets. That's the man that you almost doubled up. You're one point away from doubling up Scott. You beat him by eighty two points. Uh, and that is a a whooping. I also had a like Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. They just went off. They they They've just been going unleashed. Off. Yeah, they they had uh, more but than good. That, if I if I do say so for my, myself, the the best quarterback and wide receiver in the league. Sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're they're very good. Yes. Um. So right now, after week eleven, booze league is up by one hundred and forty three points. Um. <laughs> oh well, no. Sorry, we beat them. By 143 points. Yeah, we, I was going to say we should be up by a little bit more than that. Uh, not even just a little bit. We are up like a by, lot more. We are up by like four four hundred and twenty eight points. Are uh, we even playing the unfiltered gentleman? Or are we I, playing? I don't know. They don't the show unfiltered up. Unfiltered gentleman's dirty socks. I, do they even show up? I don't know. Do they Look, even I'm check talking their shit about the unfiltered gentleman in a shitty British accent. And you're still doing a better job of talking shit than they ever have. From what yeah, I heard, so. well, you can't really talk shit if you are shit. That's a good point. It's very, uh, it's very Inception. A little too, yeah. uh, a little too meta. Um, so this week, the Charlie Sheen Award goes to Tug Scott, Scott Lawrence, as we'll call him. Um, crushed by Otter by eighty-two points, one point shy of doubling up, and you are last place. And sir, uh, this is for you. Um, I'm going to be on their show here in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait to deliver um, one of these in person. Can you give them a little uh, ha ha in a British accent from the Otter? Yeah, I will. In fact, I'm right. going to record just, just like right ha now. Ha. Okay, let's get a clean one and go. Ha ha. Perfect. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to save that. Winning. The Carlos Irwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting the bed. Surprisingly, only the second time he's won. Children. You mean shit the bed? Mm-hmm. I'm by. He won the shit the bed. Yeah. Won that trophy. Man, I was banging seven yeah. gram rocks. Won the Charlie Sheen Award. Right. Carlos Erwin Esvis yeah. Memorial Award for shitting the bed. 
Uh, I'm, I thought Scott being how terrible he's doing would have <laughs> more of those. You'd think. But no, it's Dan actually is one of the most uh, uh, on that. I so. mean, I, I have what, like two of them? Yeah, you won like... Um, I two, won one week and then I skipped a week and then I won another. Yeah, you're like two out of three weeks and then, yeah. you, then you came back strong. Really strong. Thanks Ooh. thanks a lot, Roethlisberger. If you listen, I will no longer call you Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah, dude. Unless you screw me this week. Oh, don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> what have you done for me lately, Ask Otter? <laughs> this is the Booze Line News with KBZE's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen the Otter Orff. Are we uh, like? Don't you have the third story? I thought you had the third story. Uh, I thought we were going over the other week of fantasy football. No, 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 no. no. We'll do that on the next uh, boostcast. Uh, okay. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done all the numbers on that yet. Uh, Mr. Wiley over here got crunched the numbers, but we all know he's not really good at numbers because he went to. I'm good at knowing what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> numbers? What is that? Hey, new high school. What does that mean? Did I break it? Yeah, because fantasy football, I know my numbers. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? I got a question for you, Otter. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? Uh, yeah, I believe that it's all pissing in a bush. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Oh, yeah, that is some good beer. Yeah. I actually kind of want to go visit this place now. I, I like it. I like Pocock. I like the logo on the Crowlers here. What you know? What uh, we got a big cock that's buff as shit. Buff as shit. And what's cool yeah, about when I say cock, I mean a rooster, like a pocock. I guess that's what it's to say. It's like I, a, I don't know. That's what she said. Every um, what's cool is though every uh, beer they have, it's the exact same bird, but it changes. Like you know, his outfit changes. I mean, they kind of mix it around. Like the uh, this the actual logo for first thirteen. He's all done up like a patriot, and he's got like the the tri cornered hat. And so, do they actually do like bottles and cans as well? Uh, they do growlers and they do crowlers. I don't. They no, don't so have just a, like the logos that they have like on the wall and stuff. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. And actually, when they here's one thing that I will say about Pocock that I thought was a really interesting marketing idea is when they give you a, a flight and you choose all what you want for your flight instead of it, they're just writing it in chalk or something on on the actual on on the board or whatever. They actually have cards that they had made like they feel like playing cards that has the logo and it has about the beer and on the back side um is a game like domino so they let you they let you keep all the cards like as you order flights you keep those cards almost like magic the gathering where you get this stack of cards magic the gathering and you can play oh you mean like pokemon yes like pokemon okay i think magic was uh, a little before my time was it i don't don't even know i know people play i know it's a card i know it's a card game um (laughs) i was gonna lose my bollocks and cock but um now they play, like, you can actually collect a deck and play against each other. Like, there's a game that they have. So oh, that's it's, actually pretty cool. It's kind of interesting the way they do things. There. Actually, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. And they've only been around two years, and already they're, they've are they been able to expand. So, uh, anyways. Okay, here's to you, Pocock. Hey, Pocock. If you're listening, I'm not really British, as you can tell. Nice, bro, tater chip. All right. Good stuff. Excellent stuff. But well, you want me to play your uh, intro again so that you know what you're doing here? Oh, right are we doing it right this now? This is the Booze Line. <laughs> I'm doing it later. ABC's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen the Otter Orff. We now go live to our anchor, Stephen the Otter Orff. Stephen? Well, hello. Thank you for tuning into my little news segment again. <laughs> 
I don't know if I'm hating this or loving talking in a British accent. I feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, I kind of love it, but on the other hand, I kind of hate it. Mm-hmm. I so, uh, so let's talk about let's 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 give you a little scenario. Okay. So it's a Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, and you're watching football, and you look in your fridge because you're hungry, and there's nothing to eat. What do you do? You've already been drinking, and you don't want to drive. Probably just call up a pizza or something. Oh, a pizza! Fantastic idea. Thank you. If you're going to order a pizza, where do you order it from? Uh, depends. Pick a place. I don't know. Uh, either, I don't want to say Papa John's, but there or Domino's, I guess. So why, why would you, so you were saying Papa John's. Why would you pick Papa John's? Uh, online ordering. You can't order online from Domino's? Pizza Hut? Yeah, but you know what though? I feel like Domino's is super slumming it. Like, I think there's a pizza hierarchy with Little Caesars at the bottom. Well, then you got Domino's and then Papa John's and then you got local places. Well, it's kind of funny that you would pick Papa John's because. So, all right. So, little backstory. So, the CEO of Papa John's. So, Papa John's is one of is the pizza sponsor of the NFL. Yes. So, the CEO of Papa John's, this guy, uh, John Schnatter, 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 Schnatter. We'll just John call him Schnatter. Papa John. How's that? Let's just call him Papa John. He blames the NFL protests for his shitty pizza company's shitty profits. Mm-hmm. So this article goes on to say, it shouldn't be a controversial statement, but let's find out why Papa John's pizza is gross. It is, and it is the grossest pizza. And now don't get me wrong, I eat my fish at Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say the sauce is too sweet, the crust is too doughy, and the cheese is either rubbery or so oily where it just slides right off the bread. That happens all the time. Right. But Papa honestly, John's like yeah. Costco pizza does the same thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of pizzas, that's what it is. I mean, you're not supposed to have the cheese in the crust. It's supposed to be a topping, so toppings fall oh, off. Man. It's like a sandwich. It's a magnificent island uh, of cheese floating on a sea of marinara. Yeah. So, anywho, so I was reading about this Jones, Papa John, and uh, so he he's blaming the NFL on his shitty pizzas, shitty, rev, shitty profits, and uh it's not like he's out there doing anything to prop up the com- the company's image either. He like he's a he's like a super heavy duty Republican, so he's always talking like oh like you know screw Obamacare, forcing him to like he has to up pizza prices to and paying his employees so little he actually was forced to settle a class action lawsuit in six states brought up by the the pizza drivers because they were paid so little. Wow, and. uh but he's like, oh, you know, like it's all the NFL's fault because of all this protesting and stuff. And uh, keep in mind, he's actually he has a net worth of eight hundred and one million dollars. Okay, cha-ching. Yeah. That is a lot of pizzas. That's a and whole you know lot what? of pizzas. A lot of beers to wash those pizzas down with as well. Indeed. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of funny just saying like he's all going off about like the nfl and stuff like oh you know screw the nfl with all these protests we gotta have this and this you know like if someone we just came up with a solution my pizza would be better but everyone has been saying like oh you know what it's just the worst pizza like we don't want to like buy the pizza because papa john's has been deemed the worst pizza which i mean i don't know like i I like papa john's because it's convenient it's right by my house where i Mm -hmm. live and it's quick and it i don't think it really tastes that bad but they also what he also doesn't say, man. <coughs> yeah, let me catch my British real quick. 
Um, what he also doesn't say is like because of the decline. It kills me uh, how you go to ghetto. I like you're like some like ghetto thirteen year old when you lose your accent. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> um, I like, let me tell you what's going on. Like, so what anyway, are you I just thought about? the story kind of made sense because we were already talking about football, right? And then he's saying like, oh, you know, because he blames the NFL, but. Really, because him being the the Papa John's being the number one pizza uh, sponsor or like the only pizza sponsor, like the pizza sponsor of the NFL, what he's actually done is actually he's gotten so cheap because he's lost so much money over like lawsuits and class action lawsuits, poor leadership, mm. and uh, he's actually taken money out and stopped airing commercials because when you think about it, if you're hungry during a football game and the commercial break comes on, and you see a Papa John's commercial, what are you going to do? Well, you're probably going to order. That's what most people do. They've been drinking all day. And you know, like order it from my phone. Any commercial advertisement, like McDonald's, Del Taco, Manning's in it. McDonald's, Del Taco, Papa John's, like with the pizzas and the burgers that they put in the advertisement, they look pristine. They look amazing. Oh yeah, dude. So it's like, yeah, I want to put that in me right now. So you're gonna call up Papa John's and order a pizza. But yeah, he's just like he's just. Blaming the NFL for all his all his bollocks, and he, he man, because you 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 take the average citizen watching football and says like I don't even care what I eat, I just need something right now. So if he would not have pulled all his commercials out from the NFL, like from the games, who knows his sales might not have sucked. But I've always felt that uh, leadership, like when you talk about CEOs and people who are like really trying to do something, when you start pointing fingers at everyone else for things going wrong. It just kind of makes probably, you an asshole. Yeah, you're probably not really yeah. that good at doing your job. Yeah. Um, it's like if look if internally I, first. It's like if I was driving down the road and I crashed into a pole, I'd be like, "God damn! Like, why was that bunny over there walking on the road, walking on right. the side of the road, like te- like a hundred yards away from me? It was that bunny's fault." Who's the goddamn engineer that said a light pole should have yeah. been here? Didn't they know? Yeah. yeah, no, it's you know whatever. <laughs> why did you stop at that? Why 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 did you stop at that red light and let me hit you doing eighty? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, well, yeah. you know, I'm still going to occasionally get Papa John's just because it's easy. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, I like the garlic sauce. You know what? That's what I'm probably going to really make some people that are listening angry who probably you know don't what? like it. I but. actually found myself, as I was reading this article, I found myself agreeing. I was like, yeah, you know, Papa John's is the worst pizza out there. But now that I think about it, like, after I read it, and I was like, wait, you know what? A lot of other bad pizzas out there. Little Caesars. Little Caesars. It's Two words. Terrible. Two words. Pizza, pizza. Yeah, <laughs> they're terrible. Um, and also, uh, uh what's that other one? A, a Michi's pizza. Michi's is not good, huh? Nah. Oh, I, I, I. You know what? No, like some of them are good, some of them aren't. They're hit and miss. They're not. They're not consistent. Yeah, they're all like individually Papa John's, owned, Every time you eat Papa John's, it tastes. It's oh, it's, it's it's consistent. Yeah, I usually only get sandwiches and Michi's. I think they're all like individually owned. So you know, yeah. uh, so who knows what you're getting. Yeah, but I mean, so apparently we need one more final round. Are you ready for another one? Oh yeah, I mean I'm always ready. I mean the the timer's going, and we didn't finish the show quick enough. So yeah, yeah, well I'm done with that news story. That's the sound of of anger. About yeah, well are you gonna you gonna cheese? Are you not? You gonna play something? I'm not gonna cheese it. You gonna cheese it? That's another British one. Cheese it. Cheese it! Oh yeah, delicious little crackers that come in little squares. Can you blow me? No, I don't think they even sell that in Britain. I, uh, be, I bet you they do. I'll Google it. I want to. Cheese it. Uk. dot com. Cheese it. Co. I think it's just dot uk. Hey, cheese it. Really got out of hand fast. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Cheers, mate.
Cheers, mate. Cheerio. Good on you, you blighter. All right. All right. Um, Forever not to listening. Sit with tea. I literally have no idea what you just said. It's actually like a Welsh phrase. What'd you say? I, I can't remember what it means. I just know what. It, but what did say. you? No, what did you just say? Sit with tea. Sit with tea. No, sit with tea. Sit with tea. Sit with tea. No. Sit with tea. Sit with tea. I still I can't. Yeah, well, someone out there knows what it means. Okay, fair enough. Well, cheers to them. <laughs> cheers to the. <laughs> Cheers to the Welsh, you know what that means. Dilly dilly. But um, I think we have reached the end of, what is this, draft 15, I think we're on already. Um, real quick, though, before we wrap this up. So we have three live dates scheduled in December. Um, check out the website. We have all the dates listed on there. Check out our Facebook page as well. Uh, boozeleague.com, facebook.com forward slash boozeleague. Might as well play sign off music, I guess. Um, we are December... Ninth at the dugout see me you can check out uh, the dugout see me.com also you can find their information on our page on December 10th it's National Logger Day National Logger Day National Logger Day can I tell him yeah please we'll do we'll be at Ennegrin Brewing Company in Moore Park Ennegrin Brewing Company in Moore Park right about 1.30 we'll get the show going and, and that'll be a fun one because Ennegrin <laughs> specializes in loggers and for National Logger Day it's just so fitting that we'll be there. Absolutely. And like they have over, I checked their, <coughs> sorry, it's the, the SARS still in me. Um, also, <laughs> if we get enough emails, I might just keep the British accent going for another draft. What if they request that you stop? <laughs> or if you request us stop, I, I think everybody listening kind of likes it. Uh, I'm and sure over the weeks, I might get better. I'm sure so they do. I'm saying if we get 200 emails, I will do it for the next draft as well awesome 200 emails hey, fingers crossed buddy yeah 200 um so the good thing about the 9th and the 10th in december also is we're trying to get rid of all of our swags we have a new round of swag coming in um and we should have it just after the 9th and the 10th so if you come out we will be giving away all of our old swag all of our own shirts booze babe shirts um i think we still have some hats as well we're going to give some of those out some of the beanies uh, that we have to have our uh, icon and our logo on it as well and then December 17th, the big show. Two hours worth of the booze cast live, including Booze Babes will be there. Um, we're going to have our own resident Irishman, Irish Mike, or Irish Mikey, I a guess. A two-hour long show? Yeah, two hours. Oh, wow. Two hours of drinking whiskeys. We're doing six rounds, I bet, I bet by the way. coming up with some more, well, yeah. some more news stories. Oh, please talk with a British accent around Irish Mikey. I can't wait to hear how that goes. Well, if I'm talking around an Irishman, I might... I might actually some of his Irish might rub off on me and I might start talking I'm, Irish I'm sure it'll be like you couldn't even tell the difference who's hopefully who. he sits on like you're between us so he actually just rubs off on to you though easy oh <laughs> so um, but anyways uh, check us out online boozeleague.com at twitter at boozeleague um, this is the commission that's Otter cheers everybody this has been draft 15 we'll thank talk you to all you for listening in draft 16 we'll see you cheers. next week